0: Hello, my name is Denise Renner. I welcome you to our time together. You know, I never take it for granted, never, that you spend this time with me. And I study and prepare because we've got to know what the Word of God says. We've got to be strong in these last days. And one way that we're going to be strong in these last days is if we can endure our race and win our prize. We we want to come before Jesus and him say, well done, thou good and faithful servant, and to present us with that imperishable crown. Is that not amazing? You know, there's nothing... That you're looking at right now the camera I'm looking into right now clothes you have on everything the house you're in everything your car your jewelry everything is perishable but your crown your crown that we're pressing we're pressing with all of our might to endure in this race that crown is imperishable. It is eternal. It's going to last forever. <laughs> so it's a very serious race we're in. It's not one that's, you know, we're just going to run and get a crown and put in the closet someday and forget about it. No, this is in an imperishable crown. So I want to hear from you. Do you need prayer? Are you struggling? Like, are you struggling in your race? Are you struggling in your commitment? Do you need prayer in being bold? We are there to pray for you. Please just call us and we will pray with you. And if you have a response that God's doing something amazing in your life, please let us know about it. Well, today I want to talk about a man that ran an amazing race, amazing. And that's Daniel. So go with me to Daniel and it's chapter. Oh, well, it's it's just everything. Daniel's amazing. Daniel, you know, his race was not easy at all. Not not easy at all. When uh, the Israelites were taken captive by that Babylonian king Nebuchadnezzar. Daniel was made a eunuch, he lost his language, he lost his culture, he lost his name, and his religious leader failed. I mean, this was not an easy time for Daniel, but we don't see Daniel stopping in his race. We don't see him saying, you know, my life's really bad, I never planned on being a eunuch, I'm not going to serve God anymore. No, it's the very opposite. And we see in Daniel a huge commitment. And, you know, as I studied Daniel and I studied it and studied it and studied it, I thought, Lord, why, why was Daniel the way that he was? What set him apart from other people? And I believe I found the answer in chapter one, and it's verse eight. And it says, But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself. Now, he purposed in his heart. There was a commitment in Daniel. If you and I are going to run this race and we're going to win our prize. We're going to have to be committed. And Daniel was committed even to what he was going to eat and not eat. And he said, we just read it. He purposed in his heart. What are you purposing in your heart to do or not to do? How deep is your commitment to the Lord? Is it, is it, to go to church or, um, you just want to watch online. There's a difference friend. I'm telling you about, uh, going to church. If your church is open and, and the, the problem is that we've gotten in the habit of watching online. And so we like sitting there in our robe or drinking our coffee or whatever, and just watching online. But there's a difference and there's a difference in your commitment. If your church is open, you need to go to it. You need to do whatever takes the trouble to get there. Go there because the Bible says that as the day is approaching, meaning the coming of the Lord, we are not to forsake the assembling of ourselves. That means getting together with other believers. You need to be with other believers. So I'm asking you, what is your commitment? Have you just decided just to stay home? Or is your commitment, hey, my church is open. I'm going. Maybe we have to do social distancing. Uh, maybe we have to wear a mask. But I am going to church if it's open. That's part of your commitment to God. And, and you might say, well, that's just a small part. Well, you could say that about Daniel, that what he was going to eat Was a small part. What's the big deal about what you eat? But Daniel, he considered it important. He considered it a part of his commitment to God. And he purposed in his heart not to defile himself. So he was committed. Now, Daniel. uh, (laughs) So Daniel and his friends, they served the king. That's just the truth. The Bible says they had favor, Uh, they increased in their knowledge, they increased in their skills, Uh, they became stronger in their bodies than other people who ate the king's delicacies. They began to stick out. Why? Because they were purposing in their heart to obey God. And I want to say that to you. If you're purposing in your heart to obey God, you're going to start to stick out. You are. You're going to start to stick out. People might have an opinion about you. Some people are going to have a good opinion about you. Some people are going to say, Oh, I appreciate them because they're not bowing to the system. They're not bowing to this wrong. They're standing up. We appreciate people who stand up for the right. We appreciate people who say, You know what? I know you're telling me not to do that, but my Bible says I'm supposed to do that. It takes guts to do that. It takes commitment to do that. And it took commitment for Daniel to, to, here he is a eunuch, here he is a captive, and he's telling the king what it is he's going to eat and what he's not going to eat. It takes real commitment to do that. And that's what he did. And then we see in Daniel a humility. Because To obey the Lord takes humility. It's an obeying. It's, It's saying, God, I don't want to do what you're telling me to do, but I'm going to do it anyway. I am going to submit myself to what it is you're telling me to do, and I'm going to do it. That's humbling ourselves before God. And God says in his word, actually, it's in James chapter four, verse 10. It says it humble yourself before the Lord and he will lift you up. That's just so the opposite of the world. The world says, be proud, be your own man, do your thing, do what you feel. And you're going to be happy and you're going to get what you want. But the Bible says, humble yourself before the Lord and he'll exalt you. Well, when we make the sacrifice to be committed or to obey the Lord, we're humbling ourselves before the Lord. We're saying, Lord, you're my Lord. I'm serious about my commitment to you, Lord, and I'm going to do what it is you've told me to do. And out of that commitment comes great humility. And out of that humility comes great boldness. Now, I want you to see the boldness that Daniel had. So what happens is, so Daniel and his friends, uh, they, they are like wise men. They are like... Uh, They're in a company with like soothsayers and magicians and and, uh, fortune tellers and all these wise men. And those are the peers that Daniel and his friends are in. But the king, Nebuchadnezzar, most powerful man in the world at that time, he has a dream, but he doesn't know what he dreamed and he doesn't know the interpretation. So he goes to the all these wise men, which Daniel is a part of those wise men. And he says, I want you to tell me in the, the dream and tell me the interpretation. And if you don't tell me, I'm going to chop you in pieces and burn your houses down to the ground. Well, that's a lot of incentive to try to figure out what the dream is and what the interpretation is. But none of those wise men could knew the answer. So what happens is Nebuchadnezzar, through his servants, they start killing people, chopping them into pieces and burning their houses down. Well, they come to Daniel's house and it says in verse 2 of chapter 14, they came to Daniel's house because they were seeking to kill him. Then with counsel and wisdom, Daniel answered, his name was Ariok, the captain of the king's guard, who had gone out to kill the wise men. And Daniel said and to Ariok, why is the decree from the king so urgent? Then Ariok made the decision known to Daniel. So Daniel went in and, and asked the king. Daniel so bold that he went in and asked the king, well, where does that boldness come? boldness comes from humility. When we humble ourselves before God, the Bible says, I already said it to you, that he lifts us up. Well, when he lifts us up, boldness is developing on the inside of us. And boldness in making that small decision, we would say small, it was a huge decision to tell the king, we don't want to eat what you're fixing for us. We want to eat another way. That was a huge decision. And that was humility before God. And to tell the king that was great commitment. And out of that great commitment came this humility to keep obeying the Lord. And out of that humility Now comes great boldness. And Daniel says, can I go talk to the king? So Daniel goes and talks to the king that he might tell the king the interpretation. And Daniel, so Daniel went and asked the king. Now, Daniel knows that nobody knows this dream. Nobody knows this interpretation, but he knows who knows the interpretation. And he knows who knows the dream. It's God. God knows the dream. God knows the interpretation. And the Bible says in verse 18 that Daniel and his friends, that they would seek the mercies from God of heaven concerning this secret Now, before they always call this a dream, but now Daniel, when he refers to this dream, he always calls it a secret. And he says, secret so that Daniel and his companions might not perish with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. So they went to seek the Lord for his mercies to get this uh, dream and interpretation. And so what happens is, Daniel does get the dream and he does get the interpretation and he praises God and through verses 20 and 23. And then Daniel has to make the next step. He has to be so bold as to go before the king and say, I have the dream and I have the interpretation. Okay. So in verse 24, it says, therefore, Daniel went to Arioch, whom the king had pointed to destroy the wise men of Babylon. He went and he said thus to him, this is Daniel. Do not destroy the wise men of Babylon. Take me before the king and I will tell the king the interpretation. Now, This takes great confidence and boldness to do this. Because if this isn't right, Daniel, of course, is going to be uh, cut into pieces and his house is going to be burned down and all of the other wise men. So he goes before the king and the king in verse 26 answered and said to Daniel, whose name was Belteshazzar, they chased Daniel. Daniel's name to mean praise to the God of Baal wouldn't that be horrible your name is Daniel gift of God and they change your name to praise to the God of Baal that's what they did this is what the king says are you able to make known to me the dream which I have seen and its interpretation and Daniel answered in the presence of the king and said the secret again he didn't say the dream He said, the secret, the secret, which the King had demanded the wise men, the astrologers, the magicians and soothsayers cannot declare to the King, but there is a God in heaven. Do you love this? Daniel's so bold. He says, there is a God in heaven who reveals secrets And he has made known to King Nebuchadnezzar what will be the latter days. Your dream and the visions of your head upon your bed were these. And listen to this verse. As for you, O king, thoughts came to your mind while on your bed about what would come to pass after this. And he who reveals secrets has made known to you what will be. But as for me, this secret has not been revealed to me because I have so much wisdom than anybody else living. But for our sakes, who make known the interpretation to the king, so meaning, so you won't kill us, and that you may know the thoughts of your heart. Do you see Daniel's humility? He says, He says, this dream was made known to you. He says, I'm not the wisest man in the living, but the reason this was made known to you is that you won't kill us and that you may know the thoughts of your heart. Daniel is thinking about this king that he needs to know the thoughts of his heart. And Daniel is so, he's so committed to the Lord. He's humbled himself to the Lord. He's, come, he's become very bold, but now something else has happened, which is completely amazing. Now he has wisdom. The secret has been revealed to Daniel. The wisdom has been revealed to Daniel what the dream was what the interpretation was and I just tell you to go read Daniel chapter 2 and you can read the whole dream and interpretation and what it was was this is so amazing to me God gave the dream for the culmination of the ages to this wicked most powerful king Nebuchadnezzar God can give or reveal himself to anybody that he wants to. If you have a lost loved one, or somebody you think is impossible, or somebody you think will never change, don't limit God. Don't put God in a box. He can show himself to anyone that he pleases to show himself to. He is the Lord, not that person. He is the Lord and he revealed the culmination of the ages to this wicked king. And Daniel is just so wise. Well, so we see steps here for us in during our race is to be committed to the Lord To humble ourselves in the difficult situations, not turn from God, but to turn to God. Not to keep our offense or bitterness, but to forgive. If you don't forgive, friend, I can tell you your race is going to be interrupted. Because the word of God says, if we don't forgive, God won't forgive us. We don't want to be in that situation. And we don't want our race to be stopped. But if... Bitterness or unforgiveness comes and, and, and you bite the bait, you take it, uh, it's going to interrupt your race. So you don't want your race. You want to stay in the race and you want to endure. So you're committed. You're humble. Out of that humility comes great boldness. And out of that boldness comes great wisdom. We see it in Daniel. Daniel. And I want to read to you Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 29. It says, the secret things belong to the Lord, our God, but those things which are revealed belong to us and to our children forever, that we may do all the works of the law. So what God reveals to us, the wisdom that he gives to us, it's to help us do his will. It's to help us run our race. It's to help us endure till we get the prize. Isn't that fantastic? He wants to give wisdom to you. I know many of you are listening. You're very committed. You're humble before God. You are bold against the face of the enemy. God wants to give you wisdom. He wants to reveal secrets that you don't know anything about. We just read it. We just read it. The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong to us. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. He wants to reveal himself to us. The Holy Spirit wants to teach us. The Holy Spirit wants to reveal things to us that we don't know anything about. He wants to guide us into all truth. He wants to give us this revelation so we do keep running. We endure in the hard times and that we win our race. I want to read to you John chapter chapter 14 and verse 26. And it says about the Holy Spirit. And Jesus said about the Holy Spirit, he said, he's just like me. Jesus said, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the father will send in my name, he will teach you things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. The Holy Spirit, he wants to teach us. He wants to reveal things to us. He wants to bring scripture to us that we don't know anything about. He's revealed scripture to me. In times, years ago, I didn't even know the scripture, but he gave me the scripture and it gave me the ability to keep running my race. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is the third person of the Godhead. He inspired the whole word of God. He knows the word of God. He will reveal it to you. He will teach you what you need to know. And do you see how God he, oh, I love what Daniel, let's go back to Daniel. I love what Daniel said when he said that this, the God of heaven, he said the God of heaven who reveals secrets. He he said that. He said, but there is a God in heaven who reveals secrets. Friends. The Holy Spirit he's the one now who reveals secrets what do you need to know what challenging times are you in right now what's the next step you need to take and you don't know how to take it what courage encouragement you do you need that you don't even know how to get the Holy Spirit He's right there to give you that wisdom. Father, I pray right now in the precious name of Jesus with my friend. We need your wisdom. We need your guidance. We need your teaching. We open our hearts right now to the Holy Spirit to receive from him the wisdom that we need to keep enduring And to keep running our race. Holy Spirit, thank you for this wisdom. Amen. Please let me hear from you. God does something special in your life. And please let us know if we can pray for you. We want to pray with you and for you. Well, we're out of time. I love you, and I'll see you next time on the next program.
1: Women are powerful and very influential. But what kind of power and influence they have depends on what has happened inside their hearts. The Bible tells us of women like Jezebel, a woman who had no touch of God in her heart and used her influence to destroy her husband, her sons, and her nation. But the Bible also gives examples of women who were supportive, godly, helpful, and delivering. In this amazing 10-part series, 10 Powerful Women with Rick and Denise Renner, you will learn about an unnamed woman who changed history, a woman God radically changed, a woman who saved her nation, a woman who was delivered of demons by Jesus, a woman who gave her living room to Jesus, a woman preacher in the New Testament. Whether you are a man or a woman, this powerful series will help you embrace who God wants you to be and is available in digital or physical format starting at just $20. In addition, we are also offering you the book, All the Women of the Bible. The world needs men and women to embrace their God-given destiny and to make a difference in the lives of those around them. This book is filled with examples of 400 named and unnamed women of the Bible, and it is amazing. We know it will be a blessing to you. This insightful book by Herbert Lockyer can be yours for just $19. Don't miss this special offer, this series, 10 Powerful Women, and the book, All the Women of the Bible. Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now.